There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. One out of every 600,000 brackets predicted the Final Four correctly in the Ren Bracket Challenge game. One of those people will join us a little bit later on. Seton O'Connor's wife, Erin has all four of the final four teams. And it's not one of those where you fill out, you know, 10 different brackets. She filled out one, and she had her philosophy of why she picked these teams. Although Jay Billis said we shouldn't be surprised at the final four. I think we should be shocked, not surprised. UConn, no problem. The other three, man, you could be a student of college basketball. You could be a PhD in college basketball. You don't have those teams going to the final four. But... Florida Atlantic, Connecticut, San Diego State, Miami in the Final Four. Great. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Let's see. We say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Thank you, our streaming partner. Download that app. You can watch for free. Sign up for the newsletter. Comes out every day at 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. It recaps everything. And we say good morning to our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio. Fox Sports Radio, and uh, 390 cities around America that carry this program. Ray Allen, the former UConn great, will let him take a victory lap. Ray Ray will join us coming up here in a little bit. Uh, LeBron James off the bench and return for the Lakers. And uh, I thought LeBron was going to need surgery on this foot. And he was out longer because we thought that it was, and according to him, he rolled it on somebody's uh, shoe. And I said, no, you didn't. And I think there, and maybe he needs surgery. He said two doctors told him to get surgery, but he said that uh, he went to the LeBron James of feet and uh, decided that he was going to continue to play. I don't know what that means, the LeBron James of feet. The doctor is the LeBron James of feet. Well, what were the other two guys? Were they, you know, Patrick Beverly of feet? Yes, Paul. I have a concern. He didn't go to college. Did he get a degree? Was he just a natural, a phenom? The University of LeBron. He graduated, you know, summa cum laude. A phenom. Su- oh, a phenom. I like that. Thanks. Yes, Seton. Yeah, I did hear somebody say, shouldn't you have gone to the Michael Jordan? Oh. Might have gone back sooner. <laughs> yeah. And Michael, line. and Michael broke his foot and came back and played. All right. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by. The wait is over. Will and the Banks family are back. A new season of the Peacock Original Series Bel Air. Stream it now. New episodes Thursday only on Peacock. So we'll talk some college basketball. Best and worst of the weekend. We'll get to uh, more of your phone calls coming up. By the way, the NFL is holding meetings right now. Competition committee. And they want to 
do their best to do away with the kickoff, but also the punt. There's a real push because the punt injuries and also penalties. And I'm reading some things from the uh, meeting so far that uh, they, this is a proposal, once again, having touchbacks on punts returned to the 25-yard line, not the 20, in part to encourage teams with a fourth down near midfield to go for it instead of punting it away. Also, they want to do their best to get rid of the kickoff. They've been trying to do this for a few years now. And I went back, had our stats guy, John Tuvey, go back, and I said, when did they change the kickoff? And I think it was 2011. Used to be 16% of the kickoffs, 14%, 12%. They, uh, the, those kicks were not returned. Now I'm looking at 2022, 61% not returned, 58%, 62%, 62%, 62%, 58%, 59%. That's descending order here of going back to 2011. You can't get rid of the kickoff because of the onside kick. If you outlaw the onside kick, then you don't have to have a kickoff. You would start the game at the 25-yard line. And the NFL would probably be happy with that. But these numbers, that's why they moved it up five yards. They want it through the end zone. Or if you're going to have a fair catch, now it goes out to the 25-yard line. But they're trying to, by the way, they're going to keep the, um, the tush push. The Eagles will love this. It looks like they're going to keep it. Um, the NFL has looked at this and said, uh, you know, rather than complain about it, maybe teams should protect, uh, practice per, uh, perfecting the uh, sneak just like the Eagles do. Okay. I thought that they, well, I, I was told that they were going to address it. I thought that, that they might outlaw it. But, it, but it's because they're always talking about, oh, somebody could get hurt. But I don't know how dangerous a quarterback sneak is. Unless you're a defensive lineman, it's not the quarterback. It's actually the defensive lineman who get caught in the undertow there, where they just, you know, bulldoze them. But, you know, the Eagles do it great. Nobody else does it like that. I mean, one of the great quarterback sneakers of all time is Tom Brady. But not like this, because this is where you just kind of line up in that power wedge and then just push your way forward, because Jalen Hurts isn't a big quarterback. Buffalo does this a little bit with Josh Allen, but... Uh, now they're saying, hey, if you can't beat him, join him. Figure it out. Yes, he- but Yeah, that should be the game. It would have been so weak to take away a play because somebody's too good at it. Yeah, yeah Paul. Do you think the NFL kept it or is going to keep it because they're like, well, you know what? Even, even if it's a little dangerous or could be dangerous, it's still better than punting on fourth down. And if we have more people going for a fourth down, it's a more dramatic sport. Well, they're not even going for it necessarily on fourth down if it's third and two, yeah. third and three. I mean, that's, that's a great play. And you're tell, how many times do you have a sport, a play, where I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do and you can't stop it? And there's certain players, certain you know aspects of certain games where you go, here it comes, and I can't do anything about it. I don't want to take it away. I liked it. I was entertained by it. But I don't, you know, the NFL is so conscious about injuries that you want to take away punts, you want to take away kickoffs, Here's another thing. It, it feels like just let him play football. Like some of this is just football. Like I'm, I'm outsmarting you. And, and we don't give credit to the teams that come up with innovations. I'm surprised they didn't do the, you know, that Tampa 2. You guys can't play the Tampa 2. Why not? Well, I don't know, but it seems like nobody else is doing it. Well, they will. Hey, the West Coast offense, what are you guys doing? Well, go back to the forward pass. Hey, what are you doing? We run the football. You can't do You're ruining the sport. <laughs> a forward pass. Yeah, Paul. I love for the, the quarterback sneak play. Each team has a designated pusher. Maybe not the most friendly term, but like one guy in each team who is allowed to push the quarterback and no one else is allowed. And if he somehow, somehow rolls an ankle, he's mm-hmm. out. You're, oh, whoa, we're down a pusher. We have no one to push the quarterback. It's not bobsledding. Right. I like that role. Yes, yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, the Bears and Refrigerator Perry. They lining yeah. him up on the goal line yeah. and being like, "All right, good luck tackling this guy." Uh, 
So, you know, the owners, and if you're wondering about the competition committee, there's 10 people on the competition committee, owners, team executives, general managers, and head coaches. And then they look at each year after the season, and then they'll submit proposals to owners for review at the owners' meeting. You had the competition committee meeting and uh, submitted eight potential rule changes to be voted upon. Um, special teams, really, that's what it's, it's all about. The punt and the kickoff. And how do you take it out of the game? Yes, Paulie. I have a new poll for the room. Okay. Right, this is one where you have to be honest. Okay. Like double secret. Mm. Be honest. Okay. In the NFL, I would like more kickoffs returned despite the, air quotes, danger of the play. Even if it's proven to be a more dangerous play, you still like it? Right. Or I like that the NFL has de-emphasized the play over the years to help player safety. I'm fine with <laughs> mostly touchback. Uh, I would like to have kickoffs returned. Right. Yeah. And why, why wouldn't they give that to the fans? I mean, I'm concerned about my entertainment. If you play the game, you're already taking on the risk of playing the game. It's not like where you go, damn, I could get hurt here. We know that. But I would want to see kickoffs return. Imagine the players who wouldn't have – Devin Hester would not have a career, or he would be a, a, a wide receiver. He would, he would not – Deion Sanders with punt returns. You know, these guys who made a name for themselves as great kick returners. Yes, Todd? You may have a team with a weak offense late in the game, and the only shot they have is to have a great run back to put them in good field position, and it comes down to maybe they have that great special teams play that can keep them in the game. I wondered if you had a philosophy – and your team just said, we're running every kickback. Unless it goes out of the end zone, every single one, we're going to take it back. Yeah, Mark. Could you imagine being like a backup linebacker or a backup running back, and the only time you have a chance to make an impact on the game is yeah. being a special teams guy, and you hear, like, welcome to the jungle right before the opening kickoff, and you're ready, you're jumping up and down, Ooh. and touchback. Yeah. I know, it is... But, it, but it's the only way to open up the game. Like, we're going to kick off this game. You can't go and welcome. We're going to put the ball on the 25-yard line. And I, I think the NFL would love that if you just said, hey, we, we start at the 25-yard line. Yes, yeah, Like the coin flip and then that's it? Yeah. Okay, you guys start yeah. at the 25. Yeah. That's it. No kickoff. Because it is a buzzkill when you're going, all right, man, here we go. Here we go. And, uh, touch me. Out of the end zone. And these guys are so good now. And there's, you know, they moved it up five yards. Their, their legs are so powerful. Oh, they're so powerful. And they kick it out of the end zone. Yes, Paul. Okay, this is, could be a horrible idea. What if a kickoff return for a touchdown were worth 10 points? Okay. Incentivize the play. Mm. And But they don't want to. They don't want you returning the kick. But the fans do. I know, but they don't want they they don't want to incentivize you. It, it's funny the players want to because they want to make a name. If you're like a backup linebacker, you want to you know make some plays, knock a ball loose. Well, who's the guy with the Patriots? Slater. I mean, Matthew Slater will probably be a borderline Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, Steve Tasker's name always comes up for the Hall of Fame. It's due because of special teams. Who wasn't like Steve Diossi, I think, played for the Giants. He was a special teams guy. Yes, Todd. Just kind of boring because then it's if maybe it's easy for the broadcast because they have an extra few seconds. Go, let's meet the Patriots offense as they come jogging out <laughs> after the uh, after it goes into the end zone and you get to put up all their players' names or whatever. It's just really a deflating way to start a game. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Todd. Back to you in the studio. Okay, thank you, Todd. All right. Uh, Trent in Virginia leads us off. Hey, DP. So I have an interesting uh, tidbit about this year's Final Four. Okay. So this is the second lowest seeding in the Final Four. Yeah, we the brought that up last hour. Seven. Yeah, but the crazy thing is that the highest seed remaining in 2011 was UConn. Same this year. And in 2011, UConn won it all. So let's see if they can do it again this year. Okay. Yeah, UConn was a four this year. You go back to 2011, UConn was a three. Kentucky at four, Butler was an eight, and VCU with Shaka Smart was an 11. So you have four, five, five, and nine, Florida Atlantic as a uh, nine. Chris in Wisconsin joins us. Hi, Chris. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. Thanks for taking my call. Six foot six, 190. If I stick my tongue out, I look like a zipper. Um, so I'm wondering about bragging rights. Uh, I got, uh, my, 
uh, bracket, I made six out of eight going into the Elite Eight, only missing Houston and uh, Marquette. And now I got uh, two out of the four. got San Diego State and UConn. So uh, I feel pretty good about that. However, I have three other brackets. Uh, they were homer brackets. I had Marquette winning. Uh, so my question is, do I get bragging rights because I got one out of, you know, one decent bracket out of four that's really good? No. No, you you get a one bracket that's your brag bracket. It's like having ten fantasy teams, and then all of a sudden you say, he's on my fantasy team. He's on my fantasy team. And then you go, how many fantasy teams? I'm in ten leagues. Pretty much every, I would hate doing that because you would go into a game rooting for and against your player. Yeah, Paul. You know, as bothered as I am by people when they bring up their fantasy football team, I'm not so bothered when people bring up their bracket. It's kind of, I guess it's a shorter window. It's like a three-week bragging. You pull out your bracket, you show it off. But hearing about people's fantasy football teams on a Monday is tough. Uh, Jim Beheim is leading the Celebrity Bracket Challenge, although he had Duke winning it all. Adam Sandler had Houston winning it all. He's in second. Tied for third, Marvin Prince. He's got Connecticut. If UConn wins, Marvin wins. Are you going to go to the parade? Oh, without question. Uh, you can stop asking. You can stop asking. <laughs> without question. Okay. Ray Allen's going to join us. I wonder if Ray has some connections that if UConn wins and Marvin and his Huskies. Don't don't make me tear up. I feel about Ray Allen the way Paulie feels about Walter Payton. Wow. Wow. I I went to the Ray of Hope camp. I went to the celebrity games with him and Vin Baker at the Hartford Civic Center. I love Ray Allen. Wow. Back to you, DP. Sorry. Well, obviously you weren't listening to how to shoot when Ray was telling kids <laughs> how to shoot. Huh? You shoot like Anthony Mason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very flat line drive. That's not nice. It's accurate, but you know what? If if UConn wins, we're going to get you in that parade. Somehow, we're going to get you in the parade. If not, we'll just have a little parade around the block here. <laughs> Does, who's got a convertible? Does anybody have a convertible? I probably have one. Okay. <laughs> we need a convertible. Maybe we'll just have a sunroof, and Marvin will stick his head out and then just parade. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Marvin Prince. Yay. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> I now I'm rooting for UConn big oh, time. Yeah. You know what? Is Danny Hurley going to join us this week? We hope to hear from okay. him. Okay. Like, let's get Danny Hurley on just to ask him if Marvin can be in the victory parade when UConn wins. It's a reasonable request. Yeah, that's it. That's all we want to know. All right, let me take a break. Ray Allen will join us next. And uh, when, is, uh, when is the great college basketball analyst, Aaron, your wife, going to join us, Seton? been communicating with her agent. Uh... <laughs> Going to try to give you a couple minutes, uh, about 30 minutes from now. Oh, okay. So uh, around 1045, your Ish, wife? I think so, yeah. Okay. She's got to be busy fielding calls from all over the world. All over the place. How did you do it? Yeah. How did Sky you? Sky Sports just hit her up. Oh, she's Sky Sports. She's over in England now. Yeah. <laughs> going. Jim Rome's going to have her on. Colin Cowherd will have her on. Everybody's going to want to have her on. Uh, let me take a break. We're back after this. Dan Patrick Show. Shopping for tires can be... Go ahead, Todd. Say it. Han Kook. No, no, no. no, no. That's my favorite tire. No, no. But shopping for tires can be... very be, challenging. No, no, no. Deflating. Deflating. Tiring. But challenging, too. Tiring. So where can you go to make it a lot easier? TireRack.com. There you go. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. And they have an easy-to-use tire decision guide. Personalized tire recommendation. You're going to get that in two minutes. The right tires for how and when and where you drive. They have the full lineup of Pirelli tires. And keep this in mind. They ship them fast and free to you or over 10,000 recommended installers. They have one of those who can come out and install those tires. Mobile tire installation available in a lot of areas. They bring the tires right to your home or your office. And in less than an hour, they'll change all four No more tires. stressing about getting tires. TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Pirelli test results and special offers. So TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Seton O'Connor's wife, who correctly predicted the Final Four, will join us coming up in about 25 minutes. <laughs> I know. Pretty amazing. What's so funny? <laughs> yeah. so, you know, a line that I never thought I would say on this program. Seton O'Connor's wife will join us to talk about predicting the Final Four. It is kind of hilarious when you look at the sheet that has like just a quick rundown of like the celebrity bracket yeah. challenge and all of this stuff, and then you see, top fan, first place, Aaron Sheehan. Yes. <laughs> She's got UConn winning it all. Here is the UConn head coach, Dan Hurley, after the win. When you coach at Rhode Island Wagner, you're not always getting everyone's best shot every single night. And when you play or coach at UConn, you get the other team's best shot every single night. It is their Super Bowl. So, you know, the the climb to get to this point has been real. It's It's been more challenging than I thought. Let's bring in Ray Allen, the former uh, UConn Husky, Hall of Famer, of course. How excited are you about uh, your alma mater there? Extremely, extremely. Uh, First of all, good morning, Dan. Uh, This tournament uh, season has certainly been uh, very entertaining uh, on both sides, men and women. And uh, just to see, you you look at the the Final Four, you look at the bracketing, uh, the ranking of all the teams, uh, there's, I think, a nine seed, fifth seed and then four and five. Uh, It it truly, to me, it it shows that the parity in in college basketball that anybody could win at any given moment. And when you think about the tournament, the way it's set up, it gives everybody a chance because that ranking, just like for kids in high school, it means nothing. You know, once we throw that ball up in the air, who wants it the baddest is is ultimately going to come out on top. How has the tournament changed since you played? Not at all. Uh, just from my vantage point, uh, I talked to my kids about uh, traveling between uh, 
region, tournament sites, uh, the travel uh, throughout America at that time. Some of the, for us, we always say we, this is when we truly feel like a professional athlete because there are times when we were on the road for 10, 11 games. Uh, I'll tell you a story real quick. So we played in, in, in 95 against uh, UCLA in Oakland, you know, at the then Oakland Coliseum. And we stayed at the Hilton by the airport. So we get beat by UCLA. You know, they go on and win the national championship that year. And we had been on the road because we got sent out west. I think we were number two in our bracket. So we, I think we played in Utah, and then we moved further on to, to, to Oakland. So we lose that game. Everybody's, you know, somewhat actually happy to go home because we had been gone for 11 <laughs> days. You know, you, you figure, it's, you, you think everybody would be sad, but we were happier because we had been, we're not used to being uh, away from home for so long. We get back to the hotel and somebody broke into our hotel and stole all of our stuff. So to add insult to injury, uh, I had to wear Coach Calhoun's sweatsuit <laughs> on the plane uh, back to Connecticut. So they took your uniforms and every, or did they just take your gear, your your personal stuff? Just all my personal stuff. Everything I had packed. Uh, they had rifle through my bags. Anything that I had. You figure I was gone for eleven days, so I had basically everything that I owned. All my CDs, kids. That's the thing that spins around. <laughs> play music. Um, so everything that it was of value to me at the time, you know, it was stolen from me. So I guess it's a story to tell now. It didn't really matter in the long term. Uh, you stayed three years. Yeah. If you were playing now. Would you be one and done? Uh, were you ready to I, be one and done? I, I don't think I was ready. Uh, even even three years at UConn, I was having such a blast. That's the thing that we lose sight of. And I think kids forget. Like, once going professional is great. You get to make money. But in college, you, it's an experience that I hope kids would kind of cherish and, and, and want to experience uh, just being a collegiate athlete, being on a campus and having an opportunity to make mistakes, uh, building bonds and, and long-term relationships. Because I think about my college teammates, you know, we go to each other's weddings, uh, see each other over summers, you know, play golf together. I think that's the most extensive network of friends that you'll ultimately end up having is those you went to college with. Are you going to go to the Final Four? Uh, that, I'm planning on it. I'm looking forward to it. I think you should wear your uniform. My uniform? Which one? A UConn. Which oh, one? well, you got <laughs> I know you got them. And you got your uh, Seattle Supersonics hoodie on. Yeah. I like that. When are they getting a team? They got to be getting a team when Vegas gets a team, right? I think Seattle should be next on the docket. Yeah. Basketball is so rich in that region. Think about when you think about Seattle, think about all the players now in the league coming from Seattle. Uh, just think about the guys that played that came from Seattle. I, I think if you go back to those those mid 90s Seattle teams, you know, with Gary Payton and Sean Kemp and Deadlift Shrimp and Hersey Hawkins. All those guys, they grew up a, a, a generation of players. It helped bring basketball to that region, you know, in such a strong manner. So now those kids are growing up. So the latest, you know, you got uh, uh, Ben Carroll, um, you know, now a young guy out of Seattle. Um, um, uh, Devontae uh, out of uh, playing for the Hawks. Uh, just so many great young talents that have come out of Seattle area. And, and, and that's a tribute to – having that franchise in that community. And I think most people look at it as a, as a, a franchise or a professional team, but it's a community resource. You know, kids look up to those players, those players visit the schools in the community. You see them on the streets. Like it just, it helps kids dream or aspire to be greater than that, which they see in their, in their communities. Talking to Ray Allen, the uh, hall of famer, two-time NBA champ. I'll give you a vote for the MVP. Who are you voting for in the NBA? Uh, I, I will say I'm voting for up to what I've seen. I'm going with Embiid. Did it change recently? Um, you know, NBA. So it's it's difficult to put uh, your finger on it because oftentimes when you're looking at uh, these different pockets of of the season, you know, each ten game stretch something different happens. So 
you start to think over the period of 82 games, who is the most consistent and on top of that, which team is the most successful. So I like to think that it's a difficult equation because any year it could be two or three guys that you can legitimately say is the MVP. Um, but then you also have to give the edge to that guy. I think the ultimate um, uh, understanding is if you remove that player from the team, how good would that team be? Which it's a difficult uh, idea to process because, you know, a good team still has other players on them just as well that can help you win a championship. But the MVP removed from that team is also – you, you lose that guy and you definitely won't be where you are. So, you know, Jokic is set, uh, definitely a, a close second because Denver is second or third in the, in the NBA in, um, in, in, in wins right now or in the Western Conference at least. Yeah, I would probably still give it to Joker because if you take him away, they don't have an all-star. You know, Porter, you know, Jamal is a good player. Those aren't all-stars. Uh, Embiid still has Harden, and Harden's leading the NBA in assist and still is a, a great player. Uh, Giannis has a couple of all-stars. Holiday and Middleton are both. So I think the Joker has done more with less on a consistent basis, and they have the best record in the West. But I think there's voter, voter fatigue here, Ray. I, yeah. and Right? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, you when you think about uh, Denver, most people when you talk about who votes for for the MVP, you know Denver. A lot of times they get lost in the sauce because they are uh, out west. Um, Jokic won two times already, so now it, he's almost a victim of his own success. I do believe, just when you throw Embiid's name in there, you know, even with Harden. Embiid has had some some big games. He's been very dominant. He's been very unstoppable. Uh, the one thing that you have to also protect against when you make these decisions is uh, the league is a very stat-driven league uh, in today's era. So you have to also be careful of just looking at the guy's stats and saying, oh, he had this many points, this many rebounds, this many assists. A lot of times it is an eye test, too looking at a player and just seeing, because sometimes when you see a guy on the floor, that player's effect, you know, the ability to create double teams to the ability to just change the game just from being out. And I don't even think it's a plus or minus thing. It's just the, it's that, that aura that that player has when they're out on the floor, the confidence it gives uh, to their, their teammates. And, you know, similar to us, I've had that, I'm sure, that effect on on teams but then when I was in Boston KG was that type of player because we were so much better with him on the floor because he did intimidate other players so that too has an effect on how did I he think, how did he intimidate uh do you need to pull up some video clip right now well like he, but but is it because he's yelling at them I know his play would be intimidating but well I think all of the above okay because he he I think one his 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 stature because you know being seven feet tall and being long and then and then you know screaming and yelling and intimidating, uh, just dunking the ball and screaming like a lot of younger kids that come to the league that that intimidates them. You got to remember, I think about when I came into the league, the guys that intimidated me just by me being on the floor with them: MJ, Mitch Richmond, Reggie Miller, uh, excuse me, Clyde Drexler. Uh, the list goes on. But so how would they intimidate you? Was it just talent? Uh, well, yeah, talent. You got to remember too. You when you when you feel like you're in a situation where you in 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 some instances when you're young you feel like you don't belong because you watch these these guys play for so many years of your life. So now you're on the floor with them. Like you you when I first played against MJ, I, I'm still I'm listening to to their theme song when they run out onto the floor and I. <laughs> I, I'm, I asked myself, how did I get in the TV? <laughs> like, I remember sitting at home on the couch and you hear this, the running of the Bulls song comes on. And now I'm sitting on the court live. Like I just, somebody just snapped a finger and I'm inside the TV. <laughs> so you start to, when you start thinking that, you're like, wow, am I even, do I even belong here? So I think that trepidation, I think it, it does rest in everybody's minds when they first get into the league. And then there's a point where you have to say, I'm one of these guys. Like I can compete against them, and he actually also has to guard me as well. But 
did Jordan know that you were intimidated by him early? No, no. I, it, I, I had never met Jordan up to that point. So when when this was a preseason game, so when he came out on the court, he said, congratulations, welcome <clears throat> to the NBA. <laughs> and the first thing I thought of was like, wow, this man knows my name. <laughs> and that was the first stamp for me of uh, – haven't arrived because this the greatest player of all times he knows who i am in, in this game of basketball and, and the thing that i've learned yeah but what did he do to you in the game well it was preseason so not not a lot i i have to add that i scored nine points in the first quarter okay. and i didn't know coach took me out of the game and i didn't play anymore and at that time i was like i couldn't believe it i was like i, was, I thought i was about to score 30 uh and i didn't realize like coach was already cool with me he knew what i brought to the table so then uh i sat for most of the game he wanted to see what these other guys could do so it was certainly one of those moments where i learned you know about minutes you know and and then i had this conversation uh we were preseason game and it happened to be against minnesota and it was myself uh kevin garnett and stefan marbury and we were in the locker room after a game. We were somewhere in like Moline, Illinois or Fargo, North Dakota. And we were just discussing how we were talking about how good we were because we were putting up numbers in preseason. And KG looks at us and goes, man, you guys aren't playing hard. They don't play hard in preseason. You guys don't, 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 don't get all beside yourself thinking that you're great yet. You know, they, these guys are just going through the motions, and I, I did learn that. Like, it's just kind of a feeling-out process in, in the preseason. All right, I have a guy that uh, works here, Marvin, and a lifelong UConn fan, went to UConn, okay. went, went to your uh, basketball camp. Anything else you want to tell Ray Allen, Marvin? Yeah, him and Vin Baker used to have those celebrity tournaments, those yeah. celebrity games yeah. at yeah. the Harvard Civic yeah. Center. Yeah. Ray Hope <laughs> camp, went to all that. Yeah. I didn't listen to you when you showing us the shooting motions, but big fan. You, why didn't you listen, Marvin? I don't understand. I was giving you some nuggets, and you didn't listen. Ray, he shoots like Anthony Mason. Oh, that, I mean, see, you didn't listen, Marvin. We could have <laughs> you listen. Okay, like, that's, that's, okay. It's the blueprint. We need some help here, Ray, because let's say UConn wins, Marvin would like to go to the parade. Okay, like he wants to be in the parade. And what qualification does he have to be in the parade? Well, he's on my show. So he's around a great shooter who knows basketball, <laughs> and he went to UConn. What else well, do you uh, need? I, I think based on those qualifications, he definitely can be at the parade. Oh, okay, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, but 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 the, here's the beautiful thing, Marvin. You, you live in Connecticut. You went to UConn. It's it's not really a parade in college. You just show up and you see the the guys come down. Mm. You go to the arena and you just sit there and you celebrate the guys like what more can you ask for maybe be on stage can't do that right nah. okay yeah nah. all right marvin uh what, what do you think uh, is a better chance seattle gets an nba team or marvin would be in the parade he'd be part of the ceremony hmm i, I would have to say that uh Marvin, sorry, you, you, you yeah, that's what I thought. Seattle's gonna get a team before you get on that. On Marv, that. Marv, I tried. I mean, I'm asking Ray right here. I'm trying. Hey, nah, it's all good. I'm talking to Ray Allen, so I can quit the show. I can do all that right now. Oh, you're quitting the show? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't quit, Marvin. Don't. No, quit. no, no. I, I won't. My bills, my bills come every month. You know what? I'm gonna get a hold of uh, Shabazz Napier. He could probably help you get. A, you know, somebody like that who could get. He's got some juice there. What do you think? Uh, if this guy named <laughs> not, yes. Do not answer the phone if Marvin calls. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so sorry. Shabazz Napier is not going to take your call either, Marv. Khalid Alamine can get you into that parade. Ray, good to talk to you. Good luck with, yeah. you, with, your, with your Huskies, all right? Great to talk to you as always. Let's go Huskies. Let's do it. All right, that's Ray Allen. Yeah, two-time NBA champ. I love that hoodie. Seattle Supersonics. Let's take a break. One of the great basketball minds in America will join us coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of 
football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Everything's bigger in Texas, except for the turns at the Texas Oval. IndyCar heads to Texas Motor Speedway, April 2nd. All the action on NBC and Peacock. I'm looking at the numbers here. Of Now, Jay Billis joined us in the first hour, and he said that uh, he wasn't surprised that the Final Four looks like it does. One out of every 600,000 brackets predicted the Final Four correctly in the men's bracket challenge game. One of those people, one of the great college basketball minds in America, the guru, bracketologist, uh, Seton's wife, Erin, joins us on the program. Erin, I know you're busy, probably fielding a lot of calls from around the world, but uh, congratulations so far. You got UConn winning it all, so could you walk us through the philosophy that brought you to this unbelievable Final Four? Well, Dan, thank you so much. I, I did want to let you know that I planned on giving you the exclusive as as these scores were coming in over the weekend, um, because, you know, we've been friends for a while. Um, But as I explained to Seton earlier, that this tournament is just all about guard play. (laughs) Okay. Senior guard play a a lot of times, too. Yeah. Senior guard play. That and vibes. That and vibes. Okay. Uh, Give us an idea of how you came up with these four schools to meet in the Final Four. Okay. Well, um, first of all, I was getting my son ready for school. 
So being distracted is probably the <laughs> number one thing that I did. And uh, then I just kind of went to uh, places that I've lived. Uh, I lived in San Diego. I've lived in Miami. I currently live in Connecticut. And then I added the extra Florida in there because I spent a lot of time uh, in Florida. So, okay. so there you go. All right. <laughs> Not many people would probably take that rationale, but I think now we have the blueprint moving forward for March Madness. Uh, How is your status in your household with your husband and your son now that you're one of the very, 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 very few people in the world who's pulled this off? Well, that was something I wanted to mention. I was a little bit of a joke in the household uh, when I first when I first did my bracket. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. My my son thought uh, I was hysterical, and uh, and Seton was really he was actually very encouraging. <laughs> he says, "Oh no, this is how you do it. You just you just wing it." And um, and so then over the course of the tournament, I could tell that my son was getting quite competitive and, and a little angry that mom was starting <laughs> to do better than he was. <laughs> and now uh, over this past weekend, I think. Um, he had a little change of heart and thought, wow, that's pretty cool. How hysterical, but also how awesome that mom's winning. So, yeah. Uh, how long are you going to hold this over, though? Oh, as long as I can. <laughs> well, I'm married, you know. <laughs> you got Connecticut winning it all. So if, uh, if that happens, I would say you would probably should be invited to the parade, the Yukon parade. I- I, I agree with you. I absolutely okay. should be. All right. well, yes, Paulie. I, I, Aaron, I know you're real busy, but is there any chance we get some Masters picks? I want to call my guy. Oh, oh help are, a brother are, out. Are you making other predictions, Aaron? Oh, you know what? I, I probably can, uh, but I would need to be, uh, I, I at least have to know who's in the Masters. Okay. Part. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to. You didn't know who was in March Madness until they, you know, put it in front of you. Seton, are you okay with your wife being the sports expert? In your family, I honestly I thought that was clear long before today. <laughs> I that it was, was to us. Yeah. We didn't know if it was to you. I mean, anybody who knows or knows, yeah. Aaron, I would I would do this as a walk off. I don't know if I'd fill out another bracket. This is only the second bracket I've ever filled out. Okay, all right. That's that's pretty. I, ever you're you're in the smallest of smallest percentiles in the United States with. Thousands, millions of people who submitted brackets, and you're there. Like, it's pretty impressive. I don't care how you came up with it. It's still pretty damn impressive. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. How about a round of applause? Yeah. 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 Uh, Enjoy the rest of the tournament, and, uh, and thanks for joining us and interrupting your busy day. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. That's uh, Seton O'Connor's wife, Erin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She's the reins, the beauty, and the uh, basketball. <laughs> By the way, the uh, pre-tournament title odds: Connecticut plus two thousand, Miami plus forty thousand, or four hundred or four thousand, I should say. So UConn plus two thousand, Miami four thousand, San Diego State eight thousand, Florida Atlantic plus twenty thousand. <laughs> How can Jay Billis say, you know, I'm not that surprised. You got to be surprised at Florida Atlantic. Well, I mean, it's, it's not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego State, uh, Miami, I'm surprised. But it takes and it took other schools knocking off teams that you would expect to be here. Look, la- last year we had Blue Bloods. You had Villanova, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, like, that, that's what we expect with the Final Four. Not this year. So I think this is, you know, an anomaly. It, it happened. The, got some of these schools where you got older players, transfer portal, extra year with COVID, and you had some of these teams that I, I, I watched Houston. I never thought, wow. Uh, Alabama. At times you'd go, wow. Connecticut Connecticut started great and they were number 1 and then all of a sudden it's like whoa Big East you know conference play beat them up a little bit there but this is a this is a really good team no no matter what the year this is a, a good team it doesn't have marquee players and you know we get caught up in that 
And usually there's a, a freshman, maybe a sophomore, maybe there's the reigning player of the year, maybe there's somebody who's an All-American. You don't have that. You got a lot of transfers. You got a lot of older players. You got one freshman that was left in the Elite Eight as in the starting lineup. Yes, Eaton. Uh, when I got in this morning, Mario was, uh, you know, he organizes the brackets. Yeah. He was just like, uh, did your wife submit one? And I said, yeah. And so he went through the whole Final Four. He sent me a thing that said, a $100 parlay of San Diego State, Florida, Atlantic, Miami, and Yukon. Yeah. A $100 bet would have paid off just about $9 million. <laughs> oh, no. $9 million! Oh. Would you have quit the show? Oh, we're up against a break. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll have to. I one more Meat Friday. I, I, would have said, I would have said, hey, go get him, man. See you later. See you later. Opening the uh, Mediterranean branch of the show. <laughs> Just getting us over to get Europe. Correspondent. Final hour coming up. More phone calls. Update the poll results. Glad you ha- have you part of the program on this Monday. Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.